everybody and welcome to the EC Method. I am one of your coaches, Chloe Maidley. And I am your other coach, Emma Story Gordon. Our goal at the EC Method is to encourage, educate and empower you to get the results that you've always wanted. Listen to our weekly podcasts, go to our website, theecmethod.co.uk or simply follow us on Instagram to get more information. Are we live? Yeah, we are. We are. Hello, everybody. Well, Emma does her arts and, and crafts. I've got, a, I've got a show and tell for Sorry. everyone. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, my, uh, I've got, I've got tiny little bike shorts on, and they are riding up my crotch like you would not believe. Well, everyone just got a nice view of my crotch. Yeah, my cap. I really can't remember the last time I went into the gym and didn't think like I have such a solid camel toe today, and I just don't care. Is everyone else just giving up on caring? I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. You know, sometimes you walk past like creepy men and they just look at your crotch and I'm like, oh, you're one of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never wear leggings, so I don't know. But What do you wear to the gym? Like trackies? Yeah. I can't train in trackies. I get too hot. I'm, I'm a sweater. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Why does it look like you? <laughs> why does it look like you really how much fun is it when carrots look like this so obviously emma saw it as somebody walk- with legs walking and obviously i saw it as a sex toy yeah Basically- i showed chloe and she's like oh my god a double penis <laughs> i was like or someone walking <laughs> i was like one in the pink one in the pink but she emma <laughs> Emma's gonna bring a penis, a, a phallical or phallus, I don't know, shaped vegetable to every live now. Yeah, okay. I have this, which is an antler horn that Bertie chews, which could also be a sex toy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that looks quite scary. I'm intimidated by that. Um, yeah, I mean, so maybe this far. shows our personalities. That's yours. This is mine. <laughs> Mine's dirty and old. <laughs> anyway. Let's move on from that. That's, that doesn't smell nice either. Um, <laughs> what we're talking about. I had, so I had my second COVID jab. <laughs> I had my second COVID jab yesterday. And I, I, feel like, I feel like I'm stoned. I feel like completely zonked out. It's really interesting. And I can't move my arm again. <laughs> but you didn't get that after the first one, did you? So the first one I had a sore arm, but I was absolutely fine. Today I feel like I've been hit like a truck by a truck. I don't feel fine. I don't have any like coldy symptoms. I'm not like I, I just feel like I'm high. Like I feel like I've smoked a massive blunt. But my which that's quite so nice weird. on a Friday. <laughs> it's all right. Um, but yeah, I got I got it two weeks early because I went to a walking clinic so I could go to Ibiza. <laughs> I didn't know you could get it early. I'm tempted to just rock up for mine. I thought they were going to chuck me out. I just walked in, sat down, gave them my details, and they gave me the jab. And I was like, well, that was easy. Um, but I'm very happy about it. Oh, I might do yeah. that as well. Yeah, you should. When, when do you actually go to Ibiza? Huh? When do you actually go to Ibiza? I fly on the 9th, and then I fly back, I think, on the 19th. So 10 days. <laughs> it's gonna be so good um so we were gonna before we get into the questions I was just I was just telling Emma and she was like oh we should talk about this live 
So <clears throat> Emil, Emil, <laughs> anyone who watches Carb, um, Emil, Emma's business partner. I mean, how would you term it? Let's go with that. <laughs> okay, Emma's business partner and friend, Emil. He um he posted something this morning of him like at. I suppose like raving at Yacht Week in Croatia in, in an amazing purple reflective shirt. And uh, he was like, uh, are you ever too old to, to have fun, to be silly, to let your hair down, to party hard? And I was like, that's so funny that he, he wrote that post today because I've been thinking about it this morning. Like obviously since this lockdown has been lifted, we've talked about it. I've kind of grown down. I've reverted back to being a bit of a teenager. I'm like going out once a week with my friends and yeah, basically acting like we're students and having the time of my life and enjoying it so much more. I think not only because of the, the last year and a half, which has been hard for all of us, but also because I think you kind of trick yourself, especially after you get married and stuff. And I think you trick yourself into thinking, well, now I'm too old for that. And I've kind of grown down and I've gone the other way and I'm having the most fun that I've ever had in my whole life, probably because I have a really nice balance of like health and fitness, social health, um, work, hard work and like freedom. And it's 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 the best that I've ever felt um, in terms of my life balance and my life enjoyment. But I was thinking this morning, I wonder if other people are looking in at me thinking, she's too old for this. Like this bitch is 33. Am I 33? I don't even know how old I am now. But also, want... like, who cares if they do? Yeah. I, th- I think I'm... so much of it, and maybe because of the last year and everything that's happened, is, like, having perspective and seeing what actually matters. And there's this old... You know when they ask people who are about to die, like, what do you regret about your life or what was good about your life? Or, like, look back on your life and give us some wisdom or something. Yeah. And I think one of them was something along the lines of, if you've laughed a lot, you've had a good life. And you're yeah. like, yeah, like we, it's so easy to get caught up in what's going on at the moment and all these like life, I'm going to use inverted commas, but stresses that we have. I think that's what ages you is like the yeah. perception of life stress because stress is perceived, right? Like you yeah. could, you could view all of the things in your life as a stress or you could view all of the things in your life as a blessing. And I think sometimes, and maybe the last year has allowed us to sort of take a step back and be like, oh yeah, I thought all this was stressful, but really a global pandemic could happen and everything could absolutely go to shit. And do you know what? I'm still okay. And so it puts all your other stresses in perspective and you're like, okay, that's not so bad. I know I can deal with that because I've dealt with this. And that allows you to like let loose and enjoy things a little bit more and be like, yeah, I am going out midweek, but it will be fine. Like say yes tomorrow, I guess. No, it's it's really interesting, and I'm like, there's a part of me that's like, is this cringy that I'm like out like in a slightly dressed with my mates like dancing and shit, and then I'm like, I actually think it's more important as you get older that you continue to channel that energy, that like youthful, joyous living life you know to its fullest energy because like I say I do think you get really trapped in the responsibilities of being an adult and it makes you appreciate it so much more and it brings so much more joy I think it's more important whereas when you're younger I think you kind of take it for granted and yeah it's really interesting I've been I was thinking about it and then he literally posted about it so I was I thought I was going to be late because I was commenting on it like commenting my thoughts and then no Emma was late so it's fine (laughs) (laughs) well I sorry was it worth being late for this Yes, it was, okay? I do think as well, like, anyone judging you, or if you look at anyone who's judgy, they're not having fun. So I'm like, your opinion's irrelevant. Like, if you're busy judging people, you're not having any fun. So enjoy. 
Ain't that the motherfucking truth? Like, wow, I'm swearing a lot today. I should probably rein that in. <laughs> I um, I have anyway. Okay, fine. Should we go to the questions? Yes. Okay, let me just put my hair up. <laughs> Give me a sec. It's a two-handed job. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Shit. Why does my mind live in the gutter? Um. Okay. Along with Carrie, Carrie got a Simba tattoo. Simba. Ah, uh, what? Uh, why? Do we know why yet? Because she's a fucking G. <laughs> Do you know who I would have got, Rafiki? Yeah, I show him to you. <laughs> it does not matter. It is in the past. It does not matter. <laughs> you know, since I had COVID the first time, the first time I've only had it once. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got Delta. Oh, please, God, no. Um, since I had COVID, my voice is complete. My voice. <laughs> Little mermaid reference there for any of you. It's completely different. Like, it breaks all the time. I can't sing anymore, which every... <laughs> Chloe, what could you sing before? Everything. My Do you know what? I used like... to be so good at singing, and then COVID, oh, ruined my singing career. <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> I'm serious. I can't sing properly anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All my friends are like, "Why do you? Why does your voice keep breaking? Like you're a teenage boy." I'm like, "It's since COVID." Anyway. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Let's get on with it, shall we? Okay, Alison. Amazing ladies. Quick quizzy. Though. Is Quezzy allowed now? Yeah, let's bring it back. I mean, I have mood swings. It's been gone for half a week. Let's bring it back. (laughs) I have mood swings with the English language. These past few days of hot weather, I know it won't last. I've not felt like eating. Yeah, that's normal. So I know I'm not hitting my protein target or any other target, I suppose. Should I force myself to eat or is it okay to just go with how I feel? Also, just for my nosiness, have either of you ever been asked to do your own fitness app? Okay, so re um, the hunger and the heat, it's really normal. Um, and it really depends on the goal. So yes, protein is important regardless of goal. Um, and actually, that's probably the easiest thing to get in in hot weather. Um, you know, given that you can just make shakes or you can have really cold salads. And again, you don't need to like fiber up with loads of veg like we normally tell you to do for satiety. You could just have like iceberg, some cold iceberg lettuce, cold tomato and some chicken. And like that won't be overly satiating and you can hit your protein. But look, if you're in fat loss and you don't feel like eating because of the heat, then I'm more than happy for you to go with how you feel. As Emma always says, though, be careful because that might catch up with you. Um, however, if you've got a hypertrophy goal or a performance goal, it goes without saying you need to be hitting your calories because obviously the one one is going to enhance the other. Um, re-fitness apps. I had three. They were all bestsellers. Thank you very much. They're all expired now and uh, I have no plans to renew them. Um, yeah, Emma, thoughts? Um, I, I agree with you, re-hunger. Um, I mean, right. on a logical level, like it doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense to eat when you're not hungry if fat loss is your goal but do take that with a pinch of like sensibility sensibility just be sensible with it basically don't just try and eat 500 calories for the day or say that you're not hungry and so don't eat anything because that will catch up with you if you're a couple of hundred calories under fine don't force it but 
do do what you can and try not to be too low with the calories because it will at some point catch up and that's when you can fall into that overeating under eating kind of cycle which it can be quite hard to get out of so watch out for that um re-fitness apps I've I've never been really tempted to do one because they're very expensive and the overheads are very expensive and they take a huge cut and I think Apple take a huge well if they're on the app store that takes a cut as well and also I think a lot of the time it's recreating the wheel so it's kind of like it sounds nice as a personal trainer to be like I've got my own app but actually it's essentially the same as loads of other apps which are probably way better because they have a whole development team behind them and like I'm a personal trainer I'm a coach I am not a tech genius so you need a whole team of people to do that um and I think sometimes it takes away from the coaching um I think that also a lot of health and fitness professionals out there with apps <clears throat> no you know what doesn't matter let's move on Nikki Cooley hello ladies <laughs> I hope you had a super sunny weekend I think it was unavoidable <laughs> Okay, so during the week, I'm a good star pupil hitting all my targets. Come the weekend, I struggle to hit my 100 grams plus of protein. I think I just get busy and it's structured differently to my working week. Anyhow, my question is, if I'm max on calories but low on protein, do I still have a protein bar or a shake to hit my target protein goal or leave it if I'm at my calorie limit? Thank you. We get asked this in every round and it's the same answer every time. If you have a fat loss goal, calories are king, protein is second, but it's still really important. So Nikki, I don't care if it's the weekend or your work week, I want you to plan for your food so you can hit your protein. Um, If you have a muscle building goal, uh, then I would rather that you went over calories to hit your protein. But it doesn't matter if it's the weekend and you're having more fun or you're doing something different, or if it's the week and you have like a very structured, you know, nine to five plan for your protein intake so you can hit it. And it's actually... I think it's hard for people at first, but once you start hitting it, like you say you hit it in the week, it's actually pretty easy to then make sure that you do that on the weekend too. Emma? Yeah, nothing to add there. Agreed. Okay. Right, I'll let you take this one then. Vicky Knox. Hi, ladies who are lovely. Oh, I like how you flip reverse that. I started with creatine a week ago and I've been on point with my calories at 1700, apart from one evening where I didn't track, but I didn't go crazy. Macros are great averaging 108k steps per week and three workouts per week after one week's holiday i really expected to see a drop on the scales is this the after a week's holiday i really expected to see a drop in the scales is this the water retention issue with creatine um okay a couple of things here it's not really an issue like the water retention isn't an issue and I'm just picking up on this wording because it's part of how it works like if you want to saturate your muscle with creatine to store it within your muscle then it takes some water to do that that's part of it kind of working like it's actually kind of a good sign or you can frame it as like a good thing that you've retained a bit of water yes your muscles are probably saturated with creatine now they probably didn't have enough creatine in them before or not to the extent which we would want and that that can be seen as a good thing so I don't think that it's negative can that mask fat loss on the scales if you're using the scales to measure fat loss yes so I wouldn't be disheartened if you haven't lost weight this week or it's been a couple of weeks since you've lost weight again like we talk about this all the time but it's such an important point to reiterate we want you to focus on those processes and let the outcome basically take care of itself 
focus on ticking those boxes, getting your steps in, getting your calories right, doing your workouts, hitting your protein, getting fruit and veg in, do all those things and the scales will take care of themselves, but it won't be a linear process and you won't like directly see here's the effort I put in and by the time, the same time scale, here's the result I'm getting. Like it will probably, you'll see a big drop and then you might see nothing for a couple of weeks. Then you might see another big drop and it just isn't a linear process. Yeah, I second all of that. She then says, I also feel quite bloated. I recently started on HRT too, so I'm not sure if that's affecting things as well. I just really want to see progress. My measurements have all stayed the same. I know you answer this question all the time, so I'm sorry that you have to go over it again. I love all the support from you both and from the group. P.S. Thank you, Emma, for your post on HRT today. I'm taking it for bone health primarily, but to know there are cognitive benefits too is excellent. Yeah, there's really interesting research on Alzheimer's and HRT and reduction yeah. with people who take HRT. So very, there are loads and loads of reasons to take it. I would say that that's probably having an effect as well. Like if you just think about how your hormones change throughout the month normally, like normally, I shouldn't use normally, but if you're not going through menopause, let's say, if you have just your standard monthly cycle, we know that that impacts your weight. Now you're taking like exogenous or hormones from without the uh, out with the body and your body has to rebalance to that that's definitely going to cause fluid retention until you get that balance right so Mm -hmm. just keep plugging away the other thing is you mentioned there i just want to see results stop putting all of your focus on the fact that the scales are your results they're not they're one of many 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 like markers of results so what's your performance like how are you feeling what are your measurements doing how's your mood been what's your relationship with food like like all of these things that are way 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 more important than what the scale says don't think that because the scales aren't moving you're not seeing results that's something that you need to change your mindset around not just seeing the scales as the only measure of results yeah i completely agree and also if you're sticking if you're genuinely being consistent and adherent to 1700 calories with over a hundred thousand steps a week and three workouts a week and you're smashing your workouts yeah it's i really wouldn't be hung up on the scales because your expenditure and your intake sound pretty good you want to come down to 1600 do but i mean yeah i agree with emma hrt exactly what she said i had this a lot as well like it is going to mess with the scales and even when you do get it right and it is a process even when you do get it right even then it's going to take weeks for your body to basically to a rhythm and come back to a homeostasis. Well, it's not natural homeostasis, but a homeostasis. <clears throat> okay. Inez, 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 we never found out. <laughs> Hello, loveliest ladies. I have just had the best weekend away for a friend's wedding, and I know that I ate and drank too much, but I wouldn't change a thing. Fair. However, I have two Hindus and another wedding in the next five weeks, and I don't want to get into a cycle of spending the weekend in the fuck it bucket. Any tips for having a large number of these big events coming up and staying on plan. I'm aware that my progress will stall a bit as I won't be on plan 100% on these weekends, but I don't want to go backwards. I have a fat loss goal I'm trying to plan. Thank you for all your help. Okay, so I did a post on this on my page recently about uh, one of my clients who was going to a buffet and she was like, should I fast all day because it's a buffet and obviously I'm going to pick and eat loads of food. And I was like, okay, no and no. (laughs) That is not what you're going to do. This is a no, and this is a no. <laughs> so um, it's really easy how I say, like, I'll go out one night a week, I'll drink, sometimes I'll have dinner with my friends. You've got a couple of options. One, 
you can bank, say, 100 calories a day for five days in the lead up. So then you have 500 calories more. That is more than enough calories for you to get pissed on. If that's the goal, which I'm guessing on a hen do is probably going to be the goal um, for you to get pissed on, especially if you're making really good choices like vodka, soda, water or gin and slimline tonic. Very, very easy trust me you'll be hammered before you get to that point um and then also there's the option of coming up to maintenance so um you know i would say maybe somewhere between an 18 and 2100 uh, calorie bracket 1800 and 2000 <laughs> 2100 don't do that um uh, and that will also leave you some wiggle room let's say if you're going out for dinner like i know every hindu i do we always end up going to pizza east i don't know why it's like a thing or like bunga bunga anywhere where there's unlimited pizza um so that will kind of allow for it. And basically what that you then would do is you've given yourself a calorie bumper in terms of banking and maintenance. You pre-track in advance. So I'm going to have five gin and tonics. That's enough. Okay. I'm going to have three slices of pizza, which would probably be like 900-ish calories. Um, and and you, you take, you mind your P's and Q's and that way you can stay on track. So it takes forethought, planning and, and self-control when you get there. Um, do be careful with alcohol because that can see that self-control go right out the window um but honestly that's my advice it really isn't about one or the other because how you say here i know i won't be on the plan 100 percent. why not why not we can give you calories that will put you on plan 100 percent and allow you to have alcohol and pizza like of course you can um if you have a fat loss goal it doesn't matter if you're flexible dieting you still have to diet it's that simple. But the beauty of flexible dieting is that you don't have to rigidly diet. And this is something which every single one of you needs to start thinking about and implementing. Emma? Yeah, I think you nailed that. I think the only thing I would add is what is that over three weeks or something? Over the course of five weeks, she has five two hens and one wedding. Yeah, even if you think of this in the long run, like fat loss is your goal over the next five weeks. Great. You realize that all you need to do there is make sure you're in a deficit on average over the next five weeks to lose fat. Now, if you want to be, you know, to lose a significant amount of fat, you need to be in a like reasonable deficit to do that. Maybe let's say 20%. You still have the average of five weeks to do that. So you stop worrying yeah. about like one day here and there. And the real kicker here isn't going to be, oh, I went over my calories by 500 calories more than I expected at the wedding that's not going to have any impact whatsoever over a five-week period. Literally nothing. What will is if you then think, oh, I've ruined it now, I'll just keep overeating. Or it's the next day, but I'm, I didn't stay on track yesterday, so I'm not going to stay on track today. And then it's three days later, and they're like, oh, I should probably get back. That's It's, it's the behaviours after the event that normally matter, rather than the fact that you went over by 500 calories at a wedding. Like, that's going to have no impact over your five weeks of fat loss. So see, try and see the bigger picture. Also, Do we have anything on the live? It's Inez. 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 Is uh, that what I said in the first half? Because I think that is what I said in the first half. Yeah. Let's so me, competitive as fuck always has to be right. I'm so sure I was right. Okay. Bad idea of Emma. Hi, you wonderful humans. In need of some serious help. This is my first round. I'm 14.4 stone. I haven't lost any weight. I haven't been perfect, but I would say I was 90% consistent for the first five weeks. Then have fallen into the effort bucket. I feel like I have been, I have become obsessed with the scales. I am in a total hate spot. Yeah, it's been, it's been really good recently. Okay, well, it's, I think we're back now. Hmm. Yeah, we look. Yeah. 
Okay, I'm gonna, sorry about the connection issue there. I'm gonna start again. So, hi you wonderful humans, in need of some serious help, this is my first round, I'm 14.4 stone, I haven't lost any weight, I haven't been perfect, but I would say I was 90% consistent for the first five weeks. Then I've fallen in the effort bucket. I feel like I've become obsessed with the scales and I'm in a total hate spiral about my weight. I feel like I'm in a total panic and desperate for change, but keep really losing my way. I'm feeling super sad and I have been a bit too ashamed to ask for more help, but I really feel like I need some words of advice. Sorry for the long post. I am so, so glad that you've posted because this is exactly what we need. What? Oh, Chloe's gone. Sorry, you answer that because also I didn't even hear half the question because of the reception, so I'll be right back. Oh, okay. And by the way, can people just comment and make sure that you can hear us? Um, and let me know. Because it seems fine. Uh, seems fine our side. But anyway. Okay, and also I can't see your name because it just says Facebook user. But I'm very glad you asked this question. I'm very glad that you plucked up the courage to ask for some help. Um, it would be good to see your stats and what you've been trying to stick to and also just like I have some extra questions for you so basically what are you struggling with what is it that you're struggling to adhere to and and again like we've already spoken about the scales today but we'll always be speaking about them your your worth is not dictated by what you weigh and your your progress on the ec method isn't dictated by what you weigh either it's a byproduct it's a byproduct of the actions that you're going to take so let's stop focusing on that because there is this horrible relationship so many people have with the scales and let's start focusing on the positive behaviors you can make to make yourself feel better because you love yourself not because you hate yourself not because you're desperate to change because you hate the way you feel about your weight but because you respect your body and, and like making time for diet and exercise is a self-respect thing it's it's like part of self-love so yes um sorry guys are you back i didn't hear i didn't hear like i heard maybe the last fifth of that question because the reception completely went oh and then and then it all kicked off domestically so it's fine <laughs> <laughs> um okay well essentially someone who the name is not coming up unfortunately um has lost her weight a little bit and wants to get back on track and feels ashamed about her current weight and that she's fallen in the effort bucket a little bit. Um, I think what would be useful is a bit of a reset. Tag us in a yeah. post. Just mention who you are because it doesn't say here for some reason. And um, we can set you some targets going forward. But I think a lot of it is a mindset shift that needs to happen as well. That I mean, saying that you're in a hate spiral about your weight you you are so i mean i don't even know who you are but you're so fantastic and it has absolutely nothing to do with your weight so don't feel like i think you can put so so much pressure on that and that can make the whole journey feel awful like if chloe and i just dieted and exercised because of like we wanted to change our weight or if anyone's in that mindset it's not enjoyable of course it's not enjoyable that's not motivating if you're doing no. it because you see all the benefits to it for your health, for your mood, for how you feel, for how your body moves, for how much better you like figure out your real why. Why do you want to lose weight? I completely agree. And I and I want to repeat what I said, reiterate, I should say what I said in the last live about the difference between feeling like you've um, feeling like shit about yourself because you come out, come off of your diet versus 
feeling like shit about yourself because you've seen the scales jump or you feel bloated because you've overeaten. And that's what happened in the last slide. We had a question from someone who basically overeaten was feeling really bloated. It's seen the scales jump and was now in this like pattern of self-loathing. And I, I, I will just say this. I think it's less about the scale jumping and you being bloated because you overate. And I think it's more about the fact that you've lost a little bit of control over your diet and you're letting food have control over you. And I think that is actually the culprit of making you feel powerless, making you feel frustrated, making you feel stuck and 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 feeding into that feeling of self-loathing and I think as soon as you can get that pattern back with food as soon as you can get that routine back and that control back over food and I don't mean like you know psychotic control don't get me wrong here but as soon as you can actually be the person who dictates okay this is this is my routine with food these are meals that I love breakfast lunch dinner snacks I'm going to have them every day you get back into that routine I'm going to get up half an hour early every morning and go for a walk or do a workout as soon as this starts to happen your feelings of self-worth self-belief self-importance, self-control, self-discipline, all of these feelings come back. And I think you might be quite surprised at how little it is to do with, oh God, I'm bloated, I overate, the scales are up two kg, and how much more it is to do with how much control you're having over your own life. And the understanding that I think subconsciously, we all know deep down, we are always in control of the result, or always, all the time. And I think the feelings of feeling like a weak, awful, horrible person come with you relinquishing relinquishing control, not necessarily for a short period of time, but for a prolonged period of time. And I say this a lot as well to people like understanding sometimes, you know, we, we had this with, um, is this Be- Becky? This I can't, be Be- the name's not coming up on the live, unfortunately. I think it might be. And if it's not, you're going through the exact same thing because she's reached out to me and, and privately and spoken to me about this as well. Um, Oh, fuck, what was I saying? I've gone completely, completely Yeah, back. I think kind of what, what you were touching on was like you're letting yourself down and that's a horrible feeling. Yeah. I think I think that's partly what it is. That's, and then it's it's kind of like this suffering twice thing because not only have you do you feel like you've let yourself down a little bit or you're off track and you're kind of... But then on top of that, you're beating yourself up for that instead of giving yourself a bit of compassion and being like, yeah, okay, I went off track. I'm human, just like everyone else. A really good thing to think about is, especially within this group, if you saw someone else saying this, you know, I've gone off track, I hate myself because of how much I weigh, I'm in a shame spiral, etc. What would you say to them? You wouldn't be like, yeah, you're pretty freaking awful, which is what you're saying to yourself. You're like, yeah, you're worthless. Like, this always happens. You never reach your goals. That's like your inner monologue. Try and speak to yourself as you would if you saw someone else saying this. You'd be like, okay, so you, you slipped up a little bit. There's plenty of time to get back on track. It's never too late to start again. I know exactly what I was going to say. I, so it's not Becky. I've just checked it. It's Tamsin. Tamsin, you're going through this with a, a couple of others, so you're not alone here. Um, and this is a really normal as well part of the process and part of the cycle. What I was going to say was, was that with Becky, some other stuff, some real-life stuff has gotten in the way, which has obviously made her reprioritize, which is seen the tracking and the, the the steps and the training kind of all nosedive. And I said to her, and I'll repeat it here because I think it's important. It's fine if every now and again you need to take a break away from the, from everything I've just said because real life gets in the way and, and it needs to take priority. And it does, you know, that that's absolutely fine. But you want to be careful how much of a of a backseat 
how long, sorry, you let your health and fitness take a back seat so you can prioritize something else. Because eventually what's going to happen is it's going to turn in on you and it's going to turn into quite a vicious cycle. And that initially, if you need a break, fine. But if you start going two, three, four, five weeks of having this break from taking care of your body, your mental, not only is your physical health going to take a hit, which of course it will, your mental health is going to start to take a hit. And actually what's going to happen is you're going to start to feel less in control of your life. You're going to start to feel like you have less power over what's happening day to day so taking a brief time away a few days a week or two fine when that starts to kind of really when that momentum starts to get going you'll be surprised at how much it's going to have a negative impact on what's already going on in your life that is you know causing you to come away from it so yeah do you know what I think is useful in that situation is unless there's like an injury or other reason that you're taking a break is don't actually take a break from everything just cut it down yeah. So you're still yeah. doing the same things. You're still exercising every day, but you can only fit in 10 minutes. Fine, you're still doing it because you're not breaking that routine and actually you'll still get a hell of a lot of the benefits from it. Yeah. But it's that, like as Chloe was saying, it's that psychological aspect as well. And that has a huge, huge impact. Yeah. Okay, do we have anything else in the live? Yes. Hi, Chloe and Emma. Any thoughts on taking branched chain amino acids or essential amino acids in addition to creatine? No. I mean, essential amino acids over BCAs, but no, if you're getting in your protein intake, no, you don't need to worry about that. Yeah. So basically the benefits of BCAAs are less than just having a a whole protein source. So it'd be much better just to have the whole protein source. And for anyone wondering, branch chain amino acids is what BCAAs stand for. And amino acids are what make up protein. (laughs) Sorry. It really is like intense. <laughs> it literally looks like you're picking it out of your badge. Anyway. Um, I may well be strangling me. Morning, you absolute G's. It's Ollie. Between the end of August and the beginning of October, I am going to tour with my friend that is in a band. Uh, this will be 20... <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because I just went back to the very first live we did with the band. Oh, right, okay. I'm going to take my band. (laughs) Right. Um, 28 concerts all over the UK and Ireland. So around four to five days a week, I will be on the road. I can manage calories, I think, and will be able to find a David Lloyd's en route or do hotel room workouts. My concern is getting in enough protein when I won't be able to cook four to five days a week. Any suggestions, please? Well, Ollie, I've seen that you already have two... (laughs) to what are they high protein yogurts every day wait wait, did he say no you said you should only have two but he was having four (laughs) yeah yeah i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) i'm really sorry i went with the first bit um yeah yeah ollie you're that this is a perfect opportunity for you to go ham on those little protein fruit (laughs) things like this is perfect Look, guys, we we don't want you getting your protein source, your protein in purely from um, whey products, you know, morning, noon and night, purely because it's not great for your your stomach, to be honest, for most people. And most people that would cause a little bit of a problem. And also, it's not great in terms of nutrition. Like whey is an incredible, it's probably the best like direct hit of protein, especially with regard to MPS. But it doesn't have a lot of the other nutritional benefits that a lot of other animal sources or even plant-based sources have. So it's nice to get some variety in for gut health and also just general health. Um, 
So we do want you to, to mix it up. But look, if you are in a situation like this where it's like, well, one thing or another, like is in get the protein in via that or don't get it in, obviously get the protein in via these whey things. And this is perfect for you, Ollie. And yeah, <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think normally variety is a huge element of diet that people miss out. Or, or don't see as important they're like right what's the perfect diet I'll just stick to that forever no part of the quote-unquote perfect diet which there isn't one is variety so you need to keep changing things up like having the same source of protein for every single meal isn't a good idea but as Chloe's saying in certain situations it's very handy it's very easy and like maybe even every there could be at least one meal a day where you're getting in some other sources of protein like fish or meat or something like that Eggs, Although, maybe. Ollie, can I just say credit to you because your reply, when I replied to your thing about those protein, well, I don't even know what they are. What are they? Little shoes? They're little yogurt yogurts things. in a tube. Yeah. So, your reply when I came back to you about getting variety in was really, really impressive. And I know that you must have worked hard to get that variety in there because I know that you didn't come in with that variety. So, I'm actually, from a coaching perspective, really proud of you and how you're working on your nutrition. Yeah, I think sometimes we think we say stuff and you don't listen, but actually then you do. You do. Yeah. When we're like, do you know what? You should maybe change knickknacks to like some form of vegetables in your diet. Nice and spicy knickknacks are so good. Um, but also, can we just say he was like, I've cut down. I've got a new PT, and she's told me to cut down, so I'm cutting down. I was like, wait, well, wait. Who are you cutting down for? Because I hope it's Emma and I. <laughs> <laughs> jealous and competitive again I'm so much fun to be in a relationship with wait what <laughs> right okay hi ladies in case you can't see my name it's Tamsin this is round two for me I've not lost nearly as much fat slash weight as I did in the first one but I'm not bothered which is weird no that's great but I think I'm beginning to realize I'm in this for the long haul i.e forever I'm able to live my life eat well work out appreciate my body for what it can do and feel calm about it all which is nice thank you really appreciate your lives and the fact that your focus is totally on loving ourselves and appreciating ourselves rather than berating ourselves all the time i love it no questions just a massive thanks yes oh tamsin i thought that you were the one asking that previous question but i don't think you are now sorry no she's not <laughs> it, it but was anyway, confusing it i was gonna say question. what a change in mindset after just two minutes but yeah that, essentially that's where we want everyone to get to so it's incredible that you're there okay hello still feeling positive and loving the amazing ec method but for the first time in about 13 weeks i'm feeling really tired i'm tired of talk, uh taking myself on two walks a day for the steps of shopping for the same foods and preparing dinners of the children breaking up from school parents have got covid lots going on any advice on dealing with feelings of fatigue slash overwhelm please yeah, I actually talked about this in my in my latest podcast episode on hypertrophy. If you're starting to feel really fatigued and really run down, I'm more than happy for you to take a week away from training and just focus on steps and calories. Um, and then when you come back to training, why don't you do three, four bodies a week? So it's a lot less pressure for you. I don't know. You don't say, does she say how many times she was training or no? No, you don't say. No, but so she doesn't actually say that that's... So this is quite common as well. It's like, it's not the training. People are still enjoying that. It's getting the steps in, making dinner. I mean, you say that you, you're bored of shopping for the same foods and preparing dinners. Stop shopping for the same foods. 
have a bit of variety even give yourself like a week off diet and when you say week off like it doesn't have to be increasing your calories just do something a bit different for a week take the pressure off and sometimes when you take the pressure off you realize you kind of do those things anyway you start telling yourself the next week okay I don't need to go for a walk today or I don't need to go for two walks today but I'll just see what happens and if I feel like going for a walk I'll go for a walk a lot of the time you actually still do and it's just the fact that you've put this extra pressure on yourself and you realize actually I I do kind of like doing that or what often happens I think with steps is when you take the pressure off you go from doing I don't know forcing yourself to do 12,000 steps to not forcing it and getting 10,000 steps and it's like okay it's not actually that different and that bad and if those 2,000 steps make you feel like it's forced and you're tired and you're not enjoying it and you resent it then they're not worth getting I agree I agree with Emma's point as well about come up with some new meals that you're actually excited to eat and then meal prep if you're like I can't be fucked to do this every night do what I do I have I would say five meals every basically every few days I'll have five meals in my fridge and over the course of you know my breakfast is easy every day over the course of two to three days I'll eat that I don't have to cook every day I'll just microwave it like it's easy why are you laughing <laughs> just seen someone's comment what does it say it says I've been chomping down on Emma's little dicks and they are ace <laughs> you know the tiny tiny cucumbers that you get they're so good also in this heat they're so what? good. I was talking to one of my clients and I was like, because I was talking about hydration this week and like what are the most hydrating fluids and how that's actually quite surprising. Oh, some I of them. saw that post. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, I wonder how much hydration you get from like a cucumber. Probably like, a good loads, amount. Because it's like mostly water. water. Yeah. And same with like iceberg lettuce and stuff. Like I just wonder. Sorry, yeah. I interrupted. It's... I don't know what that was. Um, Anyway, I'm really not with it at all today. I'm like, <laughs> so it's actually quite high. Okay, I currently have my protein yogurt with a monster chaser. My stomach don't feel great. Yeah, probably not a great idea. Yeah. I reckon that would curdle. Yeah. Kerry, I've got nearly one stone on the person talking earlier and flat out refuse to let the scales have that power to destabilize my life there are members of this wonderful group who weigh nearly half what i do and are still unhappy with the numbers at times like emma said last live there isn't a happy weight well done for speaking out yeah and honestly it's so different for everyone like a a healthy weight for everyone is different as well i mean if you're a taller person if you're carrying more muscle mass there's so many things that influence weight and it's kind of like the whole body image thing you think that people will be happier at a certain weight or you think you'll be happier at that weight and actually you look at other people at that weight or you look at people you idolize as having incredible bodies they've still got body image issues it's not really about the body and it's not really about the weight it's the way that you think about it it's your mindset around it it's what you think that says about you and it says nothing about you I completely agree and I say this a lot just to reiterate it. Like when I'm getting leaner for shoots, there will come a point where my body will stop responding on the scales. It will not, but I mean, I'll still fluctuate, but it won't budge below that. Like, so for me, like typically, like I said in the last, I've that 50, 90, 60 kg bracket. That's my lean weight. I can be at that weight and still keep going for four weeks and see my body markedly change. I mean, going from being like, oh, she looks like she works out. to like, oh, she looks like a fitness model, completely change. And my weight won't budge it's not 
always, and sometimes it is, especially in the beginning, and especially if you have quite a lot to lose. But Emma and I always say, as you start to come down below that 70 kg mark, especially, it really becomes a very arbitrary measure of progress, a measure we want nonetheless, because it's still a measure. We're trying to get as much data as we can from you. But it's absolutely not reliable in terms of your physique changes, your body composition. So please remember that, guys. Yeah, if fat loss is the goal, like I've not weighed myself for ages and it has nothing to do with the fact that I'm scared of what, like, I mean, I could weigh myself now. I don't care what the number says because once you stop weighing yourself, it just becomes pretty irrelevant. Like, I don't know what I weighed yesterday or the week before. So what I weighed today is pretty irrelevant as well. But what I do know is my performance is good in the gym. I like the way I look at the moment. Like, I feel good. I have good energy. I've got good focus why like why does it matter at all what I weigh a hundred percent agreed everyone likes how you look at the moment you're shredded thanks Han. okay it was Emma Morgan who asked that question and yes please do just uh do a post for us so that we can give you some coaching and get you back on track mm. Sabina lettuce is 94% water and cucumber is 89% water nicely there yeah, you go see. guys Stay hydrated. Hydroodled. Okay, shall I go back to the questions on the post? Yes, please. Alison. Hello, I'll keep it brief. I was away on holes last week. Holes. Bring back holly bobs. (laughs) What my holly bobs? I love holly bobs. Um, I was away on holes last week whilst I didn't jump entirely into the fuck it bucket. I wasn't tracking and I didn't work out. But I did get my steps in. However, I'm now 1.5 kg heavier, back on it with tracking my calories, getting my steps in, but I'm feeling demotivated now. Ugh, revert to everything we've just said. (laughs) Get back on track, get your steps in, get your workouts in, start tracking, give it a week or two, the scales will drop, you'll lose that 1.5 kg, you'll be back in the swing of things. And if you need to not weigh in for a week or two, don't weigh in for a week or two. We would rather that you tick the boxes, get adherent, get consistent, then weigh in and go wishy-washy because you're feeling demotivated. Um, yeah, this is a good tip for anyone coming back from holiday. And just even if you haven't overeaten, like eaten different things or been out of your routine a little bit, I would just get back, get into your routine for at least five days, probably just a full week and then weigh yourself. That's what I do. Because it's going to save you a hell of a lot of, oh, this is going to put me off. Like It does not matter what the scale says, but if the scale impacts your behavior, in fact, you know, sometimes weighing yourself is the reason that you're failing on your diet because you're letting it impact your subsequent behaviors if you come back from holiday and think i've put on weight oh well i'm demotivated now there's no point doing anything like or worse i'm gonna massively over restrict and something that i can't possibly stick to and then fall into a binge restrict cycle that's not helpful get back on track for seven days and then weigh yourself and see what's 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 occurring but the thing is you've not put 1.5 kilograms of fat on over a week like you just haven't and i mean i completely agree there there if you guys have been on holiday or even if you're on your period if you're having crazy scale fluctuations and it's fucking with your ability to she she ends here saying how do i get back into the mindset again i feel a bit crap so if it's, if it's hindering your ability to get back on track stop weighing in tick the boxes the process works trust the process the head fuck of the scales fucks with the process. So which one do you want to go with here? 
<laughs> okay, so that's just that one. a little bit of gesticulation there to emphasize the point for those listening on the podcast. Yeah. Another reason why you should be watching live because then you get to see all the all the penis shaped veg. You get they... to see the phallic objects, which I've drawn a face on and everything. You drew your own face on that carrot. That's what I see when I look at you. <laughs> Stephen, one of our boys. Buenas tardes. Well, Ooh. actually, it's Buenos dias right now, but I think when you wrote this, it will have been the evening. <laughs> Buenas tardes, boss ladies. Yes, I do speak Spanish. (laughs) (laughs) I've just done a 25km walk with a a thousand plus meters of ascents. (laughs) Approximate energy expenditure is 1500 calories. I'm on 2000 calories. And from experience, I know that I'll be extremely hungry this afternoon. Yup, I'd second that. How much leeway is too much? Acceptable on total calories for the day breakfast and fuel during the walk adds up to about a thousand calories muchas gracias are you spanish Stephen? because i'm getting that vibe <laughs> i don't know what it is i'm just getting I don't know what it is about your face. there's something about it which is telling me you might be spanish <laughs> oh we're such dicks um so yeah i would say look you know, this is why we tell people to be careful with cardio, because what can happen is you can overdo the cardio, either think I've burned loads of calories so I can come out my deficit, um, which is fine every now and again. But like on an habitual basis, it's absolutely going to mess with your your results. Um, but absolutely. Once in a while, I would say come up to two thousand five hundred, which um, is likely. Well, maybe I, I would really need like a full check in from you, but likely a, ma- a maintenance for you um, and absolutely appropriate after a big old walk like that. But yeah, just be careful of this becoming an habitual thing. Emma, what are your thoughts on that? Well, Amy's just said that she thinks Stephen lives in Lanzarote or T- Tenerife. Lives there or, well, I mean, he's not from there, is he? Because he's called Stephen. I mean, I don't know. It might be Stefano. <laughs> oh well no that's greek i think no is it i don't fucking know don't ask me (laughs) um yeah i agree i think the only problem is that sometimes your the energy that you expend in a a hike or a workout or something isn't isn't um directly proportional to the amount of hunger increase that occurs because of it so you end up overeating calories part of that's to do with food choice as well so consider that i have knowledge oh yeah so steven in spanish is esteban oh esteban derived are you ready are you ready because i've won again at the name game derived from the greek stephanos <gasps> yes! oh my god that okay i am quite impressed with that Mapapapalos. <laughs> Chloe is high today. <laughs> I quite enjoy it though. Maybe you should I, get COVID jabs before every line. I know. The guy said it to me. He was like, you might feel a bit funny. I was like, I'm fine. Go. <laughs> okay. Nicola. Question about bloating. 
Oh, we're getting a lot of this. Guys, can I also just say, when it's really hot outside, I blow, like, fucking mad. And I, I really don't know what it is. It's obviously got something to do with water retention. But it's really, really common and really, really normal. So just everybody... Yeah, caught- I actually... I felt really sick the last, like, three days. And I, I didn't normally... You know how a lot of people are like, oh, when it's hot, I can't eat. I don't really have that problem. But the last couple of days, I have, because I had such, like, really bad bloat... Or just, like, uncomfortable... And every time I, I was like, I'm hungry. And then I would eat. And then I'd be like, I, oh. Yeah, it's really, really normal. And we're getting a lot of posts about it. So just, and people are like, what can I do? It's like, accept it because it's normal. But if it's really extended, or I should say distended, or really uncomfortable, go and see a dietitian. Um, but really, a bit of bloating every now and again, especially for women, but for both, is very normal. So just stop freaking out about it. <laughs> um, just said... Chloe, for the next season of Mastermind, chosen subject, origins of people's first names. <laughs> Inez, I think it's Spanish. It's a very specific subject. I mean, you saw James went on Celebrity Mastermind and won. And what then we watched subject? the show and it was like, but everyone was like, well, if you win on the general knowledge, then you really are a mastermind. And I, he was like, I did win on the general knowledge, not just his Harry Potter <laughs> special subject. And I was like, oh, me and my brothers are like, so what were the kinds of questions they asked you for general knowledge? She was like, you know, what are types, what is penne, linguine, and spaghetti a type of? And we were like, pasta. And he was like, in what continent is eight a lucky number? We were like, Asia. This is ridiculous. You're a regular mind. So then we called him regular mind for like a full year. (laughs) Anyway. That's my story on Mastermind. Question about bloating, as I've seen a few posts about it, and I'm not sure if anyone's asked any specific question. Does everyone, including men, experience bloating from time to time? Yes. Therefore, should we embrace it as part of the norm? Yes. Or is it due to reaction to certain foods we eat slash our time of the month? Yes, yes. If this is the case, is there anything we can do about it? Not really, no. Yeah, I think there's there's like various levels of bloating, right? I think sometimes, especially when people get quite lean, they're like, oh my God, I'm so bloated after meals. And I'm like, that's the food that you've just eaten that's now inside you. Like, that's not bloating. That's just food volume. Like, it's normal to be bigger if you, or like for your stomach to extend slightly if you've just eaten a meal. Like, that's part of the digestive process. So I don't think that that is bloating. If it's painful or it's causing you like it's painful to sit or move or or it's making you feel a little bit sick that's probably something to consider and I, just to put that into context like I think everyone will experience that from time to time it's like saying you know sometimes I get ill sometimes I have the flu sometimes I feel sick like these are just normal human things that happen for some reason that we don't really know that come and go and that's fine if you feel like that all the time then I would start keeping a food diary of what you're eating and when you feel bloated and what you can relate to that. And then if you need to take that to a dietitian or take that to your GP and see if they can figure out what foods might be causing that problem. Or And sometimes it's not food. Sometimes it's stress. Sometimes it's the time of day. Sometimes it's like I used to eat really fast, like ridiculously fast when I was younger. I think it was because I just wanted to go out and play. So I'd be like sat down at the table and just like inhale everything. And then because I was just like a skinny kid standard, like my stomach would 
and then I would just have to lie on the floor and I remember my mum thinking it was so weird but it, you could actually see this like huge it was air it's just yeah. like because I'd be like <laughs> it's just freaking yeah. gross but things like that like maybe just slow down when you're eating and actually sit down instead of eating on the go or running around eating and things like that like it can be things as simple as that it can be so many things from air to water to hormones to fiber to salt. I mean, the list is endless. And as Emma said, like when to go see a dietitian is when it's very distended, very uncomfortable, verging on pain, um, and and very frequent or like uh, what's the word constant. These are times to go see someone because this just basically would allude to the fact that you have a food allergy and you might need to basically do an elimination diet and figure it out. But a bit of bloating every few days or every few weeks for like a period of days is completely normal. Um, do we have anything on the live? No, I think we're good. Okay. We've actually only got Oh, no, left. wait, 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 wait. Oh, my God. We've got a name for you. Yeah. She says, do okay. me, do me. The name is Kanchan. I would say either India pakistan or sri lanka because it sounds hindi okay right well we'll just have to wait and see i'll report back when when it pops up oh she's here again kanchan happy friday lush ladies i like lush welsh words i'm down for maybe she's welsh maybe it's a traditional welsh name (laughs) oh i don't think so i don't look you're talking to the name master here i don't think so it's not jonathan davies Oh, that's my really bad Welsh accent. I'm asking to... I hope we're not being offensive. I hope nobody's offensive. <laughs> I mean, but I think they would have left the podcast long ago if they were worried. Long, long ago. Long gone. Um, Happy Friday, Lush Ladies. I'm asking to drop my calories. I know you hate it when Padwans don't ask again. I appreciate the Star Wars reference. I go away to Cornwall on the bank holiday Monday in August, six weeks away, and I'd like... I'd like fast fat loss fine would it be best to stick with my 1600 for now and then maybe ask you girls if I can lower them in two weeks beforehand or is it best to start now for context I'm only five foot three I'm a newbie to the EC I started at 63.2 on the 10th of June and last week's lowest rate was 61.5 that's an amazing drop well done I've got a fair bit of fat on me in certain areas and as much as I'm starting to feel good again I want to feel phenomenal with my triceps and quads quads popping in a teeny tiny bikini thank you well first of all it's working because you're dropping quite significantly to start at five foot three to start at 63.2 and come down to 61.5 at this point you are dropping pretty significantly so i'm not entirely sure that you even need to speed it up but yes if you want to if you really want to go in ham and you feel like you can adhere and you're motivated to do so which is where i'm at right now to be honest so it would be ignorant of me to say no yeah come down to 1500 calories and maybe if let's say if you're doing 10,000 steps let's see if we can up it to 12 you could do this via just some added time on your walk or just getting up and moving around more in the day or if you wanted to add like maybe an incline treadmill walk after your workouts to say 10 to 20 minutes go for it but maybe come down to 1500 up expenditure a little bit um and yeah let's let's smash it but approach with caution a this is already working so you know you don't really need to speed it up and b you want to make sure that you you can be adherent to this and you're going to be happy to do this emma yeah i think one good way to frame it is to just keep reminding yourself that adherence is the biggest 
consideration and it's already working so if you want to come down and i would say i mean if you're really keen and you want to do it and you think you can do it and your food choices are on point a 14 to 1600 bracket but remember that it's way way better to go up to 1600 than it is to you know not adhere to your diet so framing it in that sort of bracket of actually you know I'll try going lower but if it doesn't work fine because I know that 1600 works for me anyway and I'm just going to have to accept it's going to be a slightly slower process you're still making excellent progress by the way but that would be the way that I would frame it and whenever I'm doing like a more aggressive approach I do the same sort of thing I'm like that's my top um, bracket to be in a deficit and if I want to be on the lower end of that because I'm feeling pretty satiated or I'm highly motivated at the moment uh fine I'll go for that and I much prefer a shorter sharper fat loss personally but for most people I will say that does not work so just just put that in perspective also she's Indian well done Chloe thank you I am the Yoda of names thank you very much where's my name from Emma it's obviously English isn't it French maybe let's see let's see let's have a little look shall we um origin of Emma. Oh, you're German. What? <laughs> Emma is a feminine given name derived from the Germanic word Ermen. Well, that's what I'm calling <laughs> you from now on. <laughs> what, Ermen? Ermen, meaning whole or universal, which reflects your moon face. <laughs> Emma does. is also used as a diminutive of Emmeline, Amelia. Yeah, that's French. But any other name beginning with M. It's the fourth most fourth most popular name for girls in England and Wales. Is it? Yeah. I don't actually know that many people called Emma. Where's your name from? I think mine's German as well. Uh, oh no, it's French, which actually would make me think that it is German. Oh yeah, like... Chloe. Yeah, but I feel like a lot of French names are derived from German as well. Oh no, here we go. Chloe is Greek. Oh my God! Look at the photo. <laughs> that that me uh it means blooming or fertility oops and oops (laughs) well i have tcos and what you calling me fat i mean (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) the name ultimately derives through greek from the proto-indo-european root which relates to the colors yellow and green okay is chloe a greek goddess Yes, the goddess Popular of spring. Popular ask questions. I'm the goddess of spring, I think. My mum told me that. Greek goddess Dem- Demeter? Dem- Demeter? <laughs> more appropriate. That has a demon in it. I can... uh, the goddess of harvest? Yeah, spring. It's like, it's oh, like new, okay. life. new life is me. I bring you all life. <laughs> Chloe also appears in the New Testament as one of the earliest Christian converts. Amen. <laughs> okay, thank you for answering my question. I find days are hard and adherence slow. Oh, if I find days are hard and adherence slow, I will bring myself back up to the bracket. Yes, perfect. Yep, perfect. Last one, are you ready? A year. Just girls, Vicky here, name change on Facebook for worse for work reasons. See, I was thinking if it was Kivich is an Eastern European or Kivik, but I wouldn't know where that was from. But it's nice to know that your name's Vicky. 
Thank you, Vicky. Especially because you're you're very prevalent in the group. We do need to know. These oh my things. god, maybe we should do this for everyone that asks a question. Would you like to know the origin of your name before you ask the question? <laughs> yes or no? Everyone needs to be like, no, just answer the fucking yes. question. <laughs> no, nobody cares. <laughs> no, get the fuck on with it. Someone's okay. just said, Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's just said, Harvest is in autumn. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the goddess of spring. You're harvesting what was sprung in spring, no? Yeah, but it's still an autumn. What was it called at school? When the Harvest had... Festival. Yeah, the Harvest Festival. Do you remember? The, yeah, there's there little bread. songs about it. There was always bread on the stage, and I would just sit there staring at the bread, and the teacher would be like, you can't eat it, it's varnished. I'd be like, fuck off. <laughs> Watch me. I'm blooming. I'm fertile and in need of bread. <laughs> Oh, Victoria is quite a cool name because yeah, it comes on. from victory with a Latin origin. Obviously, Emma likes that. Obviously, Emma's now going to call her mum and be like, why didn't you call me Victoria? Oh, I don't <laughs> know. Victoria. It's, Victoria sounds very, um, well, the oh. queen, you know, serious. Me, my mum wanted to call me China. <laughs> Like, I have no idea why. <laughs> but love- fortunately, my dad named me before she came round after giving birth to me. Um, Emma's quite a posh name. I like the name India for a girl. India's nice. Yeah, it's pretty I don't okay. know about China, to be honest. but I know, I'm not that convinced. I like Camden as well, because I'm from, like, northwest London. I was like, that's what I'm... But then now loads of celebrities have started using it, and I'm like, oh, mm. and American celebrities. I'm like, oh, fucked it. <laughs> Camden okay. is nice, actually. Camden's cute, and I love I love Camden. Um, okay. Hey, gorgeous girls. Vicky here, name changed on Facebook for work reasons. I've come to the conclusion that I actually don't care about my weight or my measurements. I'm intrigued as to what they are, but ultimately, I really don't care. I weigh in every day, and I've been in isolation this week, and I'm losing weight. Less neat. However, I am doing cardio sessions every day, and the odd resistance workout. Food is pretty good, thanks to a well-timed online shop. I've upped my calories to 2,100 as agreed and pretty much averaging that. To be honest, though, I'm probably more in 18 to 1,900, which is cool. I'm not sure what I'm asking, really, but I just wanted to say that this group keeps me motivated, focused, and present. No, and at present, I am loving my body. Let's throw in present for kicks. I have more muscle definition, less wobbly bits, and I just wanted to say thank you. I don't think I need another round, but FOMO will kick in, so I'm likely going to see you in round three. Brackets for me. Love you gals and the EC team. What a brilliant post. I I hope that that inspires some of you to start to see things maybe from a different perspective or at least just consider that perspective. Um, Obviously, she's doing great, happy, healthy, and not mentally bogged down by the god-awful scales. That's beautiful. Beautiful. So we're done with the quizzes on the post. Do we have anything left on the live? Uh. No, I think I think we're all good. Someone says my AirPods have run out of batteries. Um, so having to read the subtitles, can you slow down please, Chloe? <laughs> Must have been talking too fast. Um, I think we're good. And I love that that final post by Vicky. I think that's awesome. And also just this whole like you don't need to say on. Yeah, a lot of you don't need us anymore, but you can still just want to because you get a lot from it. 
and realistically yeah. like as a weekly cost if you're getting something from it and it's something for you and you're investing in yourself you should keep doing that yeah and didn't we calculate it it's like a coffee a day like it cost a coffee a day and we are well so it's worth. less than that because cost is expensive sure well, it depends what you get but considering I... how shit the coffee is it's very expensive like i can i'll face up to it if i'm getting like a really good really good coffee but not like costa Ugh. anyway <laughs> okay guys see you on monday have a lovely weekend great form from us